My name is David, and this is The Big Shut-In. It's Thursday, June the 18th, day 96 of Sheltering in Place. And I've been very confused the last week or so. Here in New York, things are definitely different than they were a few weeks ago, a month ago, certainly. Um, There's a lot of good news locally that we seem to have flattened the curve a lot. The daily infection counts are way down, and they have been for several weeks, and people are starting to loosen up. The ice is starting to crack. People are going outside more. In our neighborhood, there are a lot of little backyards, and you see people sitting in them together in groups, um, sharing meals. And it seems that people are doing that in a couple of ways. They're doing these sort of socially distant hangouts where you know, groups of people are sitting six feet apart from each other and sort of interacting at that, at that remove. And people are also creating what they're starting to call social pods where, you know, our family has decided we're going to interact just with your family. And so we're opening up from four people to eight people. And, you know, your brother can come over too and bring his wife and kids and, and mom can come. And since we're all isolating separately, we'll all just start isolating together as well. And that way we can get a little bit of social interaction. And you see people, the parks are starting to open up and kids are running around mostly with masks on. And and all this is good, but then there's this dark cloud over the whole thing that the numbers in, in the rest of the country are not good. Um, particularly in the South and West, places that opened up fully real early or never really closed to begin with are really starting to spike the way we did here back in March or April, maybe. And so it's, it's, it's hard to know really what to do. I don't know what to do right now. We have older family members that we'd like to see and visit who are very nervous about us opening up our social circles at all. You know, my mom has pretty much said, if you're going to start hanging out with people, and then please don't come visit me. And I want to visit her. And so we've been, we've been holding back. I've been trying to be very cautious. Some of my friends who I really do want to spend time with are being much less careful than I'm being now. And, and I, part of me just wants to join them and go and take this, take this opportunity Their attitude seems to be, we have a moment now before the wave comes crashing back towards New York. We have a moment now to have a little fun and relax a little bit because things are a lot safer here than they were. But I just, I just can't do it. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what is right. I don't know what the right choice is. There's so little guidance. You know, you hear, you hear the goddamn president of the United States still talking about how this is a hoax. And the problem is we're testing too much and it's just, you know, and, and the numbers are going up and up and up and up in places like Texas and Florida. And... Anyway, in all this confusion, I'm 
continuing my project of reaching out to some of the first people I spoke to on this podcast and getting a getting an update. How are you doing now? How are things changed? And today, I'm going to talk to the very first person I spoke to for this show. My friend Angie, who lives just a few blocks from here in Queens with her family. And we spoke on the very first day of her family's quarantine, which is also the very first day of my family's quarantine, 96 days ago. And as always, she's smart and funny and open. And it's great to hear where she's at and how she's feeling and how things are a little different and how things are not different. And so I'll hand things over to Angie. How how you doing? Uh, better than I thought I would be at 97 days, I would say. Like if you would have asked me, how do you think you'll be feeling 97 days from now, knowing that not really anything has changed, I, I would picture a scenario that's bleaker than what I actually feel right now. So that's, that's positive, I think, <laughs> which leaves a lot of room for things to not be great. But um, I don't know. I feel, I feel pretty lucky. What were you picturing? Um, I think I thought I would just be very, um, uh, very like, like find it difficult to get out of bed and angry at the kids all the time, short views, stressed out. Like that's the, what I thought, that's how I would have defined like, I'm a mess, quote unquote, (laughs) is just me personally feeling like at the end of my rope constantly. Uh, And there are certainly days like that, moments like that, but I don't, I think, I think things are generally not that bad. Good. (laughs) Right. I have to say, I I have to say, if you, if you were to ask me how I'm doing right now, it would not be in incorrect assessment to say that I'm having trouble getting out of bed and I have a really short fuse and I'm yelling at the kids all the time. Um, so there's that. That's, <laughs> um, that's uh, not, that's not surprising either. <laughs> that's actually less surprising. Um, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like it's not all just waking up and being like, Oh, it's amazing how great I feel. No, there are definitely those moments and um but i i feel like after 97 days we've figured out a few ways to mitigate those disastrous moments <laughs> um so some some days were more successful than others that's for sure you you said nothing's changed and i i actually want to talk for a minute about what has changed or what is changing Sure. Because I'm very confused right now. I don't know if you're feeling the same way. Where things are sort of, people are starting to kind of have gatherings of one kind or another. Like, it's just a little more, people are acting like things are getting better. And they are better here. But I feel like people are acting like it's better than it is. And that's very much confuses me and I don't know what to 
do with it. It's like, why were we, if we were just going to decide, because I'm torn about it, right? On, on one hand, I agree that this is no way to live and I can't keep this up and the kids need to play and we cannot continue this level of sort of stress and organization. But at the same time, if we were all just going to collectively as a country decide, well, that's enough of that, then why did we ever do it to begin with? Right. That's my two feelings. Where are yeah. you with that right now? Like, Yeah. Um, I don't, I feel the same way. I do. What, what's tough to understand is why things like even just the phrase things feel different because they really do. But, but why and, and what, what, where does that come from? Is it just like a vibe that you get when you're outside or when you're talking to people, things seem less, you know, bleak, but, but right. Like you said, nothing with the virus has changed. It's not, it's not less deadly or less contagious or, or less fearsome in that way. Um, but, but it does, it does feel different and it, and it does feel like there's a sense, at least in New York, that, that this idea of, of flattening the curve, that that sort of worked. And I don't, I don't know, I don't have a, a, a scientific grasp on how well and, and what, how long that axis actually is in terms of how long it needs to stay flattened and all of that. But, but I think there, there is a sense that there was a point to it because had we not done what we did, then that curve would have spiked high enough that the healthcare system wouldn't have been able to keep up. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like, why didn't we just do that? Why, why did we do this at all? I think it's just, it's awkward and messy coming out of it and understanding what we do now. But are we coming out of it? I don't feel like I'm getting any clear direction from anyone. Well, right. I guess I mean out of that, that curve flattening moment of crisis where but, we didn't, where we had all of these um, asymptomatic cases riding the subway every day and nobody knew who had it and who didn't and nobody was doing anything about masks or distancing or anything we did get to that spiking place i think because of our ignorance around what we actually need to do to avoid getting it but now that we have come through that moment of of crisis i don't know i maybe i'm wrong i'm totally <laughs> totally willing to entertain that but that's my feeling on it, is that it, there has been a point to doing it. It was worthwhile. It's just hard to know where we go next. Is there a motorcycle in your bedroom? Yeah. That would, be, that would be awesome. Right. Yes. That's one thing I, I was going to mention, that we bought a motorcycle, and we keep it in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't judge. Um, <laughs> I, so what do you doing like i i you know i'm i'm we're really 
Kieran and I are really at the end of our rope a little bit with the juggling of work and the childcare. Like we just can't keep this up much longer, honestly, without going completely crazy. Mm -hmm. And, but I don't, and I'm, and I'm starting to talk to people who are like, yeah, we're getting our babysitter back now. And I just don't, is that okay? Like, what are you guys doing and what are we supposed to be doing? Do I don't know why I think you know the answer to this, but you're the one I'm talking to today. So what am I supposed to be doing, Angie? Well, I'm glad you called, David. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these are important questions. Uh, no. So when I say that we have been really lucky, it, it like we have been really lucky for a number of reasons. Uh, but one of those one of the one of the lucks has a downside a serious downside which is that i haven't really been working um oh so you know i work i think you know that i have mostly worked with hotels and restaurants for most of my career and that's obviously an industry that doesn't have a lot of need for design collateral at the moment uh, so, so things have been really slow work-wise for me. They haven't been totally, totally dead. I've had a couple of projects here and there that, and long-term clients that are just keeping a few things going for when, when they're able to reopen. And, but, um, I haven't been working so much that we've needed to really coordinate the office usage and the parenting versus work time and juggling that, um, which is nice to not have that be a point of contention and crisis. One of us works a lot and the other does not and is therefore, you know, the default school parent and lunch making parent and screen time monitor and all of these more child focused <laughs> home focused uh duties uh so <laughs> dare i use the term housewife uh don't do not dare <laughs> <laughs> but how does i mean how does that are you do you like that role for yourself i mean uh no not particularly uh and um i think some of the most moments when i felt the most um like my darkest moments in this have really been less about it's so hard to homeschool or you know where i'm i feel trapped or things like that and it's more just about feeling like as a person who am i anymore <laughs> like I, I'm not working a lot. I'm like a stay-at-home mom. I I don't have a, a social life outside of texting my mom groups, <laughs> um, and just feeling like, what the hell happened? <laughs> this was not what I wanted, and this is not who I am. And so, without those things, who am I? And I think, you know, I've been able to, on most days, take those 
sort of spiraling thoughts and put them in a box <laughs> and not not let them overwhelm me. Uh, but there, that doesn't always work, you know. Yeah. I, wow. I mean, do you see? Um, do you see the the next phase? I mean, do you see a way out of where you are now, sort of around the corner, or do you think it's a long way away? Um, I mean, I feel like we're all redefining what is a long way away. <laughs> what, huh. what is time? What are days? Uh, I do think that, that there, I don't feel like what I, how things used to be is totally out of reach. Um, but I think a lot of it, to be honest, depends on what happens with school. Yeah, for sure. Uh, not only just for my ability to handle it, but my client's ability to return to work. And it's just all hinging on, at least in our family, what happens when the kids would normally be returning to school. And if we're just doing this again in some form, that feels that feels bad, man. <laughs> feels well, I don't, I, I think that would be the breaking point for me and for a lot of people like i can hang on for the summer yeah but if schools don't open up again in september and we're supposed to do this we're supposed to homeschool you know for another year i i don't know i don't know i mean i don't know that i can handle that it doesn't sound like you can really maybe handle that i don't know that the economy can handle that because that's i think you're right i mean that's the crux yeah for every one of sort of our age, which is the, I mean, we're, we're, we're prime time for work, work time right yeah. now. Like this is when people build their careers and make their money. And you know, that, um, if we all just have to continue to be second grade teachers, right. I don't know. They got to come up with something better than this. Yes. But I also think like when you said that's the breaking point, that's, I agree. And then I, and yet this whole experience has pushed me to say, but, but then what does the breaking point mean? What does that mean? Like, is the breaking point we, we move to a place that kids can go to school? Is the breaking point we get divorced is the breaking point we drive our kids i don't see how that would help into the middle of the desert and leave them like, <laughs> like that what might help does breaking point mean does that just is it a state of mind is it an actual change is it i don't know i don't know what a breaking point is anymore <sighs> that's a good point i don't know yeah i i don't know either it's sort of like when when something when some trauma happens to someone someone dies or something you know tragic happens and people say i don't know how you can handle it i i would never be able to handle that and yeah what do they mean I, by that I always, what do you mean you wouldn't be able to? yes you would because what does not handling mean and there are obviously some very dark answers to that but i think people myself included, just sort of throw things into a, 
basket of that would be too much that I can't handle that, that that's the breaking point and, and not actually <laughs> realizing that, sure. Yeah, actually we would handle it. We would have to, <laughs> we'd handle it in some maybe dysfunctional, terrible way, but we, I mean, maybe it just means I would be very unhappy. <laughs> yeah. Right. A huge departure from now. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, it's funny. It's not even, it's not even good days and bad days. And it's not even good hours and bad hours. It's like 15 minute increments, you know, where I feel pretty good. And then I just feel awful. Mm-hmm. And then I feel okay. And then, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's this roller coaster. Yes. Yes. The, the things that have been helping me are also the things that I end up feeling really guilty about. Oh, like what? Well, it feels like if I'm not working, like I, all of my friends who are working both you know, both spouses or, or even single parents working and, you know, the screen time is non-negotiable. They just have to, their kid has to be playing games, watching shows, whatever. And you just sort of say, you know what, it's, that's what we need to do to get through this moment. And that's, yeah, you know what though, I'm here to tell you that you can still feel very guilty about that. Yes, but at least it feels like a necessity. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah. for me, I just need those that time in order. Well, I, I shouldn't say I need it. I don't need it, but it does help me to not feel like I am just completely at the end of my rope. And so that is a thing of value. Off the screens for sometimes hours at a time and i feel like i can handle making dinner and getting through to bedtime and actually you know tucking them in at night and and feeling like i don't want to throw them out with the trash and <laughs> but then i think oh my gosh I, i'm supposed to be like baking cookies with them and taking them to the beach and they would and, go in the organics bin, right? Is yeah, <laughs> compost. If only we still had it in New York. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, I think I'd actually put them in a free pile. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's that 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 helps me feel somewhat sane to have a couple hours to myself. Um, and I I feel like I I don't need it like other people need it because I'm not using that time to be quote unquote productive. I mean, your sanity is a thing of value though. It is. It is a, it is a requirement to the situation. Right. <laughs> like taking, taking some care of yourself is, is, is a worthy end. Yes, it is. But I do, I, I feel guilty because my kids have so much screen time and the, their brains are rotting away. And then I also feel guilty because my friends don't have that luxury and they would kill for a couple of hours to stare at the wall in peace. 
I don't know. I apparently have a lot of guilt that I'm just uncovering tonight. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, peeling, peeling things back like an onion, David. That's, hey, you know, everyone needs a hobby. Um, wh- how, are you, how are your kids doing? I think they're okay. Also better than I would have expected. Um, I kind of thought that they would be just so depressed and angry and combative and antsy to get out of the house and feeling trapped. And they really have been okay. Um, They get sad sometimes about not being able to see their friends and have play dates. Uh, But, but they've actually been pretty content with just hanging out at home. (laughs) I think they've really liked having lots of attention from us. And because of, I don't, I don't know what it's because of, but I, I've, I've just been more lenient with them about stuff. You want to stay in your pajamas all day? Great. You want marshmallows in milk for breakfast? Cool. Um, you know, it's time to turn the screens off. What's that? Just one more hour. Okay, fine. (laughs) But after that, we really need to turn it off. And so I think they have enjoyed that. Um, and they've been okay. They're pretty happy. I think. Do you feel like the other thing that's happening now this week, next week is quote school end quote is ending (laughs) and we're entering quote summer. End quote. Um, Do you feel looking back on your three months as a um, what were you doing? Second and kindergarten teacher. Yep. Uh, Let's let's do a performance review there of Um, my work. Oh well, of yeah, of the situation. Um, Evaluate the. um, Do you feel like any education happened? (laughs) School of hard knocks, maybe. uh not 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 a lot no um but i don't i don't have a lot of anxiety about it honestly uh i feel like they'll they'll catch up they'll be fine and i made a lot of judgment calls along the way that really disregarded the academic portion in favor of having fun and staying sane. (laughs) You know, there were plenty of days where there were still assignments that they were supposed to be doing, but they just were crying because they didn't want to do it anymore. And they just wanted to play with their Legos. And a lot of days I just didn't fight. What are you, um, what are you guys planning for the summer? Are you going to do anything different than what you're doing now? Or is is there things going to, is your schedule going to shift? Are you going to breathe some different air, do something, do something you're not doing? Well, I don't know. We, we've gone through a few different scenarios of how we might make it work this summer, including renting an RV and driving it across the country. And Wow. <laughs> I like that plan. Yes. <laughs> It got crazy. Um, we have not we've not made any decisions. We were we were sort of assuming all along that 
because it's, I don't know how you felt about it, but it, for, I think for me, it's felt like New York is just the, you know, the epicenter and everywhere, everywhere else will, you know, reopen faster, be less intense, be less risky. And so if we can just get through this in New York, then we're home free for the summer. And obviously, you know, being careful and responsible and all of that, not just going to have a Sioux and having a foam party, but you know, that if we could just get out, what's that? Is that a thing? Yeah. Foam parties in Havasu? Yes. Oh, I, I, do you, you know, a foam party, right? Kind of. I feel like you've led a more interesting life than I have. Maybe tell me. Well, there, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't actually how, know how they make the foam, but it's like a, it's like a spring break party where they, oh, they pop yeah, foam yeah. out of like big t- tubes and goes all over everybody. And I don't know. I don't know, man. Nudity uh, ensues. One, one hopes. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think we, all along we've thought like, oh yeah, by summer we'll be able to go and visit some family. But now the places where our parents and families live are places that are on they're they're spiking. Dave's family lives in Utah and it's one of the, or at least, you know, a week ago, it was one of like six or eight states that had was reaching like an exponential phase or or at least a, a major increase day over day. And so now it really feels riskier to leave and be somewhere else. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think I think so our warnings were not no, heated. I think we just keep hoping that maybe in a few days, maybe in a few couple weeks we'll we'll have more information we'll have a better grasp on what the responsible thing to do is and that just hasn't really materialized so right now we have no plans (sighs) well let me just i guess i'll just end end where i started and and ask you one more time. How, how are you doing? I, I'm okay. I think. I think tonight I'm okay. Again, ask me tomorrow. I'll, I'll call you back if you want. <laughs> well, thank you again. Let's, let's wrap up there, but thank you for talking to me again. I really appreciate it. And of course. And being so you. open as always. <laughs> let's do this again in, uh, in uh, 200 days. We'll see where we are there. it's gonna get get better it is it's gonna get better right right it is getting better if it doesn't that's the end of the rope it's getting better (laughs) it is it's getting better (laughs) my name is david hoffman and this is the big shut-in i produced the show it's a production of Race Car Radio, racecarradio.com. If you have feedback for me or you have a story that you think I should hear, please feel free to reach out, thebigshutin at racecarradio.com. Race Car Radio is a division of Citizen Race Car, Applied Imagination. <laughs>